0: Hello, I'm Tom Moan, and today I'm beginning an old and yet continuing adventure. In 1968, my family and I returned to Tulsa, where I became the general manager of KORUFM and Oral Roberts, radio announcer. At that time, from 1968 until March of 71, I had a daily program entitled Good Morning Brother Pilgrim. And now, after 50 years, I'm resurrecting it with a new title, Good Morning, Fellow Pilgrim. And a pilgrim is a person who's on a journey, and in this case, a journey of the Kingdom of God on earth, as Jesus prayed. So I hope you'll join me as we look into the past, the present, and the future. This is the Good Morning, Fellow Pilgrim podcast with Tom Mohn for May 4th, 2020. Once again, good morning, fellow pilgrims. What a delight to be with you. The last podcast, I sort of finished my thoughts about what God wanted in the beginning and how he brings it about and gives us a picture of it in the book of the Revelation. I want to kind of change uh, uh, horses, I guess, is a way of saying it. I want to talk about what's been going on in our world in the past few weeks and months with this pandemic, this virus, and uh, I've had many people talk to me and bring back memories to me of the past in the 1960s and 70s and 80s, and uh, I'll tell you why, is that back in those days, uh, just a brief uh, look in our own life, Barbara and I's, We were serving in a church in Evanston, Illinois, and neither Barbara nor I were Christians at that time. And Barbara worked in a library, and uh, one day she came home at noon with a book in her hand. She said, what a strange book. I just noticed it on the shelf, and uh, it had a cross on it, so I grabbed it, and the name of the book was uh, The Cross and the Switchblade. Now, please understand, this would have probably been in 1962 or 63, which is, I believe, the year that it was published. I'm not real certain of that, but you can sure look that up if you want to. But in this book, she came home and she read it, and I'd been at school most of the day, and I came home for dinner, and she could hardly wait for me to get through dinner, and she says, you have got to read this book. And I said, well, can I some other time, she said, no, you got to read it right now. And she was so persistent that I went in and picked up the book and started to read it. And she literally walked in and out for the next several hours until I'd read the whole book. And when I'd finished, she came in and she said, now look at Tom, if there is a God who's really like this and can do these sort of things, I'd like to know him, but I've never heard of this kind of God. And I must admit, I felt the same way. It was a very troubling time, but it was one of those things that would lead us to coming to know the Lord Jesus Christ, the cross and the switchblade. Later, and I don't remember how much longer, Pat Boone played the role of David Wilkerson in a movie called The Cross and the Switchblade. It's a story of a young Pentecostal minister who was called to go to the big city and the gangs and such and courts, and God just does marvelous things. Well, David Wilkerson went on to have a phenomenal ministry. I had the privilege, and I would say it was in the late 70s, of meeting him in an airport in Dallas, Texas, and sitting and talking with him. It was a really great thing, and at that time, of course, I was working with uh, Oral Roberts and had been with Oral, and and then had left and begun my own ministry and was really blessed by what I heard Davy Wilkerson had been doing. Was we talked, and that's the last time I ever saw him, and then, of course he went on his way. Well, recently, some friends have been saying, you ought to go back, Tom, and hear some of the things that Davy Wilkerson prophesied in the 80s. And he says, now this is the 20 20- we're talking 40-some years ago. And uh, you'll help to understand this pandemic that we are in right now. It's as though he is absolutely describing everything that's going on. And I would like to take some time. I went back and listened to Davy's prophetic word from the 80s. And I am going to tell you some of the things that he talked about. And uh, he mentions... New York City and its filth and its crime. And he's saying that what has happened in this nation is that God's judgment is to come upon not only the United States, but around the world. And he prophesies about the judgments of God. And as you begin to hear it, realizing again, this is 40 some years ago. Think of what's gone on now in this pandemic. First of all, he talks about there'll be a tremendous financial crisis beginning in the war rooms of the dollar people in the world. And that this financial crisis will begin to affect and infect everybody else. But it's all part of God's allowing to come through his judgments. Now, you have to understand, this is the time Roe v. Wade, the whole abortion incident... And the churches had come to a place where they f- found ways to approve the murder of unborn children. And Davy Wilkerson begins to speak to that and say, that is an abomination before God. We're to guard the child in the womb. But part of it and part of God's judgment begins to take the form in these ways, the financial crisis. And then secondly, the labor in nature. He said there'll be an increase of floods, tsunamis, tornadoes, hurricanes, earthquakes. And indeed, if you look at the history, there has been a tremendous increase in those seemingly natural phenomena. One of the things that I read years ago was from the eighth chapter of Romans, and I was stunned when I began to read it, because it says that the that The creation has a personality. Let me just read it to you from Romans 8. He says, uh, for I consider, verse 18, the sufferings of this present time not worthy to be compared with the glory that's to be revealed. For the anxious longing of the creation waits eagerly for the revealing of the sons of God. For the creation was subjected to futility, not of its own will, but because of him who subjected it in hope that the creation itself also may be set free from its slavery to corruption into the freedom of the glory of the children of God. For we know that the whole creation groans and suffers the pains of childbirth together until now. And not only this, we ourselves, having the first fruits of the Spirit, even as we ourselves groan within ourselves, waiting eagerly for our adoption as sons, the redemption of the body. I read that because I can remember saying, wait a minute, you mean the creation has a personality? And then I began to think that you and I, way back in Genesis again, we're called to rule and reign over God's creation. Let us make them in our image and let them rule and reign. And then sin came in and creation has run amok ever since. And into this, David Wilkerson began to speak. And he's saying that all you have to do is look out into the world and see the intense nature and what it's what it's doing all over the world. I can recall reading about the tsunami that hit Sri Lanka and in India many years ago about 2 or 3 hours before that tsunami that huge wave that came in and murdered hundreds of people but hours before the animals even tame ones broke free and went up into the mountains. It's as though they somehow were able to sense this coming judgment and Davy Wilkerson began to talk about the judgment then he began to talk about filth a flood of filth in television movies books and I began to see my goodness since that time it's it's amazing what's allowed to come a flood of filth Then he talked about there will come a generation of young men and women in rebellion against any kind of authority, especially the kingdom of God and families. To destroy the families will be part of the judgment of God that God allows. There will then be also a great persecution against Christians. Christians are laughed and mocked quite often now on some television programs, others not. But the point is, he's saying this way back in uh, the 1980s. Then he quotes from Second Timothy. It's the uh, third chapter, verses 1 and 2. Let's see if I can find it here. 2 Timothy chapter 3. But realize this, that in the last days difficult times will come. Men will be lovers of self, lovers of money, boastful, arrogant, revilers, disobedient to parents, ungrateful, unholy, unloving, irreconcilable, malicious gossips, without self-control, beauty, brutal, haters of good, treacherous, reckless, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, holding to a form of godliness, although they've denied its power. And avoid such men as these, for among them are those who enter into households and captivate weak women weighed down with sins led on by various impulses, always learning and never able to come to the knowledge of truth. And in 1 Timothy, Davy quotes from the fourth chapter, but the Spirit explicitly says that in latter times, some will fall away from the faith, paying attention to deceitful spirits and doctrines of demons. By means of the hypocrisy of liars Seared in their own conscience as with a branding iron. Men who forbid marriage and advocate abstaining from foods which God has created to be gratefully shared in by those who believe and know the truth. For everything created by God is good, and nothing's to be rejected if it is received with gratitude, for it is sanctified by means of of the Word of God and prayer. And Davy speaks of those things prophetically now back in the 80s that the judgments will come. He goes on and he talks about there'll be a separation in terms of true leaderships in the body of Christ. I'm going to take some time, perhaps in the next podcast, talking about some of those things because the body of Christ has been split and split and split and denominationally, (laughs) I can't even say the word, denomination to to death over some of the silliest things. Then I said there's going to be not only the persecutions of Christianity, but in in, uh, medicine and in government and in uh, justice systems and in education, would begin to teach things. I was amazed at some of the things my sons and daughters began to be taught in school. I could not believe that quite recently, some of the younger kids in grammar school were told that they should take some time and be set aside to pick out their gender. If they were little boys, well, maybe they should be little girls and vice versa. I could not believe the perverseness all of this taught with a straight face. And then that biblical Christianity will be drowned out and a kind of world church will begin to arise with polluted theologies. And it made me remember when we were in Evanston on one Thanksgiving, I went down into the city, South Chicago. We were giving out food and money that we could. We were with these three women up in an apartment, and the only heat in the apartment was steam from a broken pipe. And there were several children, none of which the three women there knew who the fathers were of them. And one of the children was in a little cradle of sorts, and its nose was bleeding. And one of the women said, oh, he'll be all right. We got the rats that were eating on his nose. And it was at that same time, that I began to see what had happened with the social gospel. And in the next podcast, I'm going to take some time and talk about how the Christian faith began to be gutted and that a world church would, or, would rise and it would just simply destroy anything of value in terms of the true gospel of Jesus Christ. He did in his prophecies, and I hope you'll have an opportunity to go and hear him. Go on your Google with David Wilkerson prophecies, and uh, you can go back and hear them yourself. Uh, they, are, they are marvelous. And then he ends his prophetic word. He said, but God gave him five great words. Don't forget, one, God has control of everything. And the whole pos- uh, reason for God allowing judgment to come into countries is so that people would repent and turn back to God. The Pledge of Allegiance was used quite often in school and in the military, but they had edited out the word, the words, under God. It said, you know, I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States, and the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God. And Eisenhower had to fight to get those two words back in the Pledge of Allegiance. And I began to reflect upon that, and I thought, What's gone on? What's part of the judgment of God against a nation that has turned its back on God? And the United States has done so in its educational system. It's amazing some of the things being taught in colleges and universities. It's amazing some of the judicial things that have come down, uh, not only from the Supreme Court and its allowing of abortion, which no matter how nice you say it, it's murder. So anyway, I saw all those things and I began to realize that God is fulfilling much of what David saw, David uh, Wilkerson back in the 80s. God has judged and is judging through this pandemic. And I think if you and I, as Christians, will remember that text, if my people who are called by my name, will humble themselves and fast and pray and seek my face. I will hear from heaven and heal their land. I believe the call of God on this nation today is to repent. To repent of mocking God, ridiculing God, and Jesus Christ, and kicking God, as it were, out of our country. So I pray in the name of Jesus that you and I will receive the judgment and say, Thank you, Father. We hear it. We see it. We respond. We repent and we seek your face and ask you to heal this country for your glory. In Jesus' name. Amen. This podcast is available for free download in iTunes and at moanministriesbookstore.com. Sarah Rahm's album, Days of Rain, is available on iTunes and most streaming platforms.